Now you need to find your birth time to know your rising sign. If you know it and you haven't already calculated your chart. Like most people, I've had my light and dark moments. But behind all of that, ever since I was a little kid, I do want to mention the different types of astrology that there are because you don't just have to... He was curious to know about the podcast. How do you know if you're the real deal? So is there specific star signs that prefer to be... Not a lot. You pick up on all these little things and you're guided to sort of say something. I think it's that permission, and, but it's also a little bit mind-blowing when people go... Now, Venus, the planet of love, is strong in the relationship-oriented sign of Libra. <laughs> Will we leave that in or not? Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Welcome to the Seeing With Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson where she shares more than 30 years' experience in the world of astrology. Hi, welcome to another Sing with Stars podcast. I'm wondering if I need to say I'm Steph Johnson because this is podcast 111, beautiful number. Would you believe some of you have been listening to me for 110 podcasts, now 111 Anyway, I'm Steph Johnson and today I'm going to talk about chakras and astrology. This is continuing the esoteric theme. I seem to be recycling some of my esoteric studies from way back. When you go on a spiritual path, what can happen is you do a really intense lesson or course or have an experience that's very intensely emotional or spiritual one that you then need to integrate and integrate into everyday life because that is the whole lesson for humanity. We are, going back to the rays that I talked about, we are a ray to human planet, which is the balancing of two, personality with soul. So always when you go on a soul journey, you then need to integrate it into your human life. Anyway, I digress a little. I want to talk about the chakras because this is a Sanskrit word for a moving wheel, or it means a wheel. It's a, a an old Sanskrit word. And a chart wheel is also a wheel. Now, the moving wheel of the chakras, these are seven energy points in our body. So when we go into astrology, we can go very esoteric because astrology is going to help us with our soul journey as well as explain some of the practical things that we've decided to live out in any given life. When you start on this journey, as many of you who are listening to me will know, there are so many correlations. Music, mathematics, human energy, astrology, weather, it's all one big cycle. And when we talk about esoteric astrology, we're talking about not just the physical body, but we're going into what we call the aura, the etheric field, the energetics of being a human being. Now, I have people in my life, funnily enough, or as if you've been listening, you'll know it's not funnily enough, the pure Virgos, Capricorns and Taurus who think that when we die, our body goes to ashes and that's the end of it. But most of you who are listening here will be at the very least curious about what is going on? What is there that's just beyond us or feels like that often? And we want to grasp it. We want to understand it. 
we want to know more. You may have had an experience, some of many of my clients have had experiences where they've been with somebody very near and dear and they've seen or experienced the spirit leaving the body. One client even said he was holding his mother close to him as she passed away and the force of this energy actually kind of threw him backwards. So if you've had an experience like that, then you will know that there's more to humanity or human life. And this is the same for the auras of trees and plants and animals, the whole world. So the chakras are seven points on our body, seven energy circles The kind of, if you like, I like to think of them, this may be completely, uh, I don't know, inaccurate, but I like to think of them as the seven generators of energy. So they're kind of like the points where we plug in, like you plug into an electric socket. It's kind of like, okay, this is how I recharge. Now, the seven major centers of the body, and there's a friend of mine who's written a book on the minor points as well. So you can get very esoteric about this stick to the seven main centers so for those of you some of you might be very very familiar with this but let's start with other seven chakras and how do they tie into the planets and signs let's start with the basic chakra that really grounds us and roots us to the planet this is the root chakra this is the one that you want to start with always because this is the one that grounds you We used to have a saying when I was younger, you know, that person's a real space cadet. And I often think this is because when when you do your spiritual journeys back in the day and you didn't ground yourself, you could really be off, off with the fairies, as my family used to talk about spiritual people. So the root chakra is the basic one and it's at the base of your spine. But we're looking at the front of you as well. So if you go from the base of your spine forwards, this is the root chakra. The sacral chakra is the next one up, and this is where your reproductive organs are. The solar plexus chakra is basically kind of in the middle, just above your um, navel. So kind of in the middle of your, like really, if you push just above your navel, you'll find, oh, it's kind of like an emotional feeling almost. And this is your solar plexus. Then your heart chakra is pretty much where you would think it would be in the middle where your heart is and just maybe just no I think it's about just down a fraction. Um, Your throat chakra is where you would think it is your throat. The third eye chakra is in between your eyebrows where your eyebrows meet and just a slightly little bit up. Now what I do suggest is you go on the internet and google if you're not familiar with chakras and many of you will be and really just look at the, the, there's so many pictures of where these beautiful chakras are and they all have different colours and they are linked to the planets through in a minute. But the final chakra is the crown chakra and that is, if you've got patch your head on the top of your head and just go up a little bit, that's the crown chakra. And in the same way that the root chakra roots us to the ground, the crown chakra links us to the higher realms. When you start looking at the link between the chakras and the planets, you can get confused because there are a lot of different systems. Most systems agree that the root chakra, which grounds us, is Saturn, and the crown chakra that lifts us 
to the spiritual realms is Jupiter. You'll find that some systems also say that Mars is associated with the root chakra. Personally, I do like Saturn as the grounding root chakra ruler. And we'll look at Capricorn and Aquarius. This is an ancient system, so I use the ancient rulerships of astrology for those of you who know a bit of astrology. Um, I'm not so much into looking at the modern planets in associated with associated with the chakras. I think that the fact that chakras and the system of chakras goes back so far behind also means that the planets, the ancient planets, are the ones that are linked. So the root chakra for Saturn, the sacral chakra, some say Jupiter, some say Venus, and some say the moon. You can see the link between Jupiter and the sacral chakra, Sagittarius and Pisces. The solar plexus chakra talks about the sun and Mars. Personally, I think Mars. Mars is very much about the energy, the drive, the passion. That's where we get when our solar plexus chakra is flowing. That's where we get that energy. The heart chakra, Venus. Some add the moon. The throat chakra, ironically, because Mercury is the planet of arguments, there's no argument about the throat chakra. It's Mercury. Common denominator for the third eye chakra seems to be Saturn. And the crown chakra, as I said, no argument, Jupiter. The chakras are also connected to so many other things. They're said to, because it's about the energy, the energy system of the body, it's also said to be linked to the glands. So the root chakra, the adrenals, the sacral chakra, the gonad, the gonads, the solar plexus chakra, pancreas, heart chakra, the thymus, the throat chakra, the thyroid, the third eye chakra, the pituitary gland, and the crown chakra, the pineal or pineal gland. So you see how all these systems are interwoven. That's the magic of it. There's nothing that isn't correlated. It's just whether we know it or not. You know, I remember reading somewhere or hearing someone say once, magic is just something that we don't know yet. We don't know how it's done yet. So it looks like magic. Striking a match for anyone who'd never seen matches before would look like magic. And I've always been frustrated by the fact that something is considered kind of esoteric or mm, spiritual, ethereal, uh, just made up almost until science proves it. I really think that science and the esoteric realms need to be more interwoven themselves so that we're working together. Let's just quickly go through the signs to see which chakra you are connected with. Now, of course, as per usual, I'm going to do the little rider or disclaimer that says we're looking at sun signs, but also apply this perhaps to other signs in your chart. It can really be like one of those enigma codes where you keep clicking around and around your chart and then you'll go, aha, this is the common chakra. This is what I need to work on. We all need to start with the root chakra, and I'll keep saying that. But let's start with Aries. Aries, Mars, and this is why also I think the solar plexus chakra. This one 
when you are in your passion, when you are asserting yourself, when you're what I call it in my Sagittarius way, on a roll, in other words, you really feel like you're in the groove, then your solar plexus chakra is working well. When you're feeling kind of irritable or restless or like you're not quite, you're kind of like one of those um, scenes that's kind of got out of sync or has got into the wrong groove and you're kind of going bump, 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 bump. That's when your solar plexus chakra has been what I call twanged by something. So it could be someone or something that's just got you out of out of kilter. And when you're in Aries, you know what I'm talking about. You know when you're like on a roll that's positive and, you know, there's nothing stopping you. Or when somebody has got you so riled up. And this is because Aries is connected to that solar plexus chakra. So obviously working on that chakra and keeping it flowing freely. And I'll talk at the end of this just or towards the end about, you know, what can you do to help your chakras? So this is Aries with the solar plexus chakra. When I think of Taurus, the heart chakra, Venus. Taurus is Venus ruled. And so there's nothing quite so wonderful as when you are in the warmth basking in the approval of the Taurian personality, the person who is very practical, who can be, as I said, very loving and warm, but also a bit like the bull when riled. And so when a Taurus has the heart chakra balanced, there's that compassion, there's that love, there's no judgment, there's an appreciation for what is rather than a kind of grasping for what isn't. When a Taurus feels wronged or used, then they really are riled up like a bull. And this is when work is needed on the heart chakra to bring that back in alignment, to bring that back into that loving presence of Taurus. Gemini, Mercury, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? The throat chakra. The throat chakra is all about communication expressing yourself, telling people your thoughts. Isn't that so easy to say? You all, We probably all think, oh, wow, we do that. Of course we do. We communicate. But when you're upset, do you have those tough conversations? You know, often you get the eye roll, particularly if you're a woman and you want to have a tough conversation with your man you can get the eye roll, like, here we go again. But really, everything needs to keep flowing in life. The root chakra needs to be grounded, then the solar plexus needs to be flowing. These chakras need to be sort of spinning like beautiful Catherine wheels. When I was young, we used to have Guy Fawkes night here in Australia. And I used to love the Catherine wheels. I wonder why they were called that. Anyway, they were like coils. You hammered them onto a post, and then you lit one end, and they just they span as the... Uh, the fire made them go round. And when your chakra is operating smoothly, spinning freely, it's as beautiful as that. It just spins and it's great. So speaking your truth, the thyroid, the speaking your truth, the Geminis are great communicators and they need to keep communicating. A Gemini needs to be communicating, needs to keep that throat chakra spinning if you have a sore throat, anybody, you might also, of course, you look at the physical, the medical and the emotional, but you might also look at, well, what can I do to get my throat chakra moving again? 
Now here's a bit of a conundrum with the crown chakra and Leo. Most systems talk about Jupiter being the ruler of the crown chakra and Jupiter is not normally associated with Leo. Some systems do also put the sun at the crown chakra which makes some sense as well but most systems talk about Leo being associated with the crown chakra and you can see this because a Leo does love a crown. Let's face it, we link Leo with royalty, with crowns, etc. And Leo is also about, in esoteric astrology, the small ego and the big ego. So I can see some things being, that's the crown. So when a Leo is crowned in spiritual glory, then they are working in their own sense of soul purpose and not ego. Ego being, look at me, I'm so wonderful. So there's that lovely, let's see if we can keep that spiritual element to wearing the crown, Leos. Virgo again being linked with the ruler of Mercury, the planetary ruler of Mercury, the throat chakra. So again, we look at the communication. Now with Virgos, the way that Mercury works is a little bit different to Gemini. Geminis are chatters, connectors, networkers, and yes, they can be obviously very, very intelligent. Virgos are more about the discrimination. So Gemini can be a little bit more of that scattered, curious, um, wanting varieties, the spice of light kind of interest that Mercury can come up, kind of flitting from one thing to another and really enjoying it. Virgos have that side of Mercury that can hone in on one thing, very logical, the logical side of Mercury, but still not being critical, self-critical, critical of others. So getting that throat chakra so that there is an element of having a mastery of something, mastery of timing, a mastery of understanding or of tolerance perhaps of letting other people doing what they need do what they need to do make the mistakes that they need to make but the throat chakra is again about expressing themselves or expressing yourselves if you're a Virgo in a positive way go back to the heart chakra with Libra because we're looking at that wonderful Venus again some people do put the moon in there as well but let's look at Venus in association with Libra and the heart chakra and again we're looking at the compassion, the understanding, keeping all of those lovely sides of love balanced through the heart chakra for Libra. Balance is so important to a Libran and also Librans value everyone being equal and that doesn't always happen. So when a Libran gets out of balance that can be quite unsettling for them and for other people actually. I think the heart chakra and Libra, it's also about self-love. Librans are very good at mediating, at being diplomats, at bringing other people together, but sometimes it can be at the expense of self. So we're talking about self-love, not in the sense of being selfish, but in the sense of keeping that balance. Now Scorpio, we go back to Mars, Mars and the solar plexus chakra. And I think this is all about personal power. I mean, it is Mars, which is about passion, aggression, can be warlike with um, Mars. But the solar plexus is about feeling in tune with your own intense emotions, trusting your instincts. I think for Scorpio, when you're 
solar plexus is operating and moving freely, then you really trust your own instincts. I was talking to somebody about this the other day and they were talking about their concern that a partner may be not being faithful and trust and how trust was a huge issue for them. And what I was saying, and this was a Scorpio type of um, issue, that when you trust yourself, when you know how you're going to behave, the decisions that you're going to make in a certain situation, when you trust your instincts, then you can remove that element of fear and move forward. It's not about trusting. Of course, you have to trust other people or find someone trustworthy. But what I'm saying is, if you are really concerned, what are your instincts saying? Is this my fear? Is this the truth? What am I going to do about it? And you need to trust yourself to carry through on that. It's in the same way that the communication chakra is about the tough conversations. The solar plexus chakra is about making and enacting the tough decisions. So then let's look at Sagittarius, the sacral center or Jupiter. Now some people do associate the moon and possibly Venus with the sacral chakra. I'm not so sure. So I'm going with Jupiter and Sagittarius. When I did my esoteric studies, it took me a while to get my mind around it, but I finally thought, yes, I get it. The sexual urges are connected with creativity. So in some ways, the monasteries of old and modern had it right. It's not about oppressing your sexual urges. It's about transmuting them into creative spiritual love. Of course, we're all human, so that went completely wrong, did it not? In Not in all cases. But it's about transmuting those energies and being creative. And as a Sagittarius, you know that you've got, I often say it's like having a team of wild horses. Now I have a lot of planets in Sagittarius, so I've taken decades to kind of get that team of wild horses going in the right direction. You might only have one planet in Sagittarius, but it's still the same sort of energy. Which way are you going to aim that arrow? Which way are you going to bring those urges up and really transmute them into something creative in your life? This was going to be one of my shortest podcasts. I think it's going to end up being one of the longest. Seem to be on a roll today. It must be. I'm doing this podcast at the time of the Sagittarius new moon. So Sagittarius um, season is always a big one for me. So let's look at Capricorn, the root chakra, Saturn. And look, Capricorns know all about being grounded. So this is about being grounded in a good way, about being that oak tree that's putting down roots and also got beautiful branches and beautiful leaves and is in sync with nature, not someone who is stubborn, stuck and there's a word that I'm looking for when um, petrified. Now, not petrified in the sense of being scared, but when wood is frozen, it is called petrified. So your root chakra needs to be active. It needs to be flowing so that you are feeling grounded in a wonderful way. This is the same for Aquarius. Aquarius in ancient or traditional astrology is ruled by Saturn. And I think because I really associate Saturn with agriculture and Aquarius with working the land. 
I don't know why I associate Aquarius with working the land. It might be just from my years of experience or I might have picked it up many years ago. I'm not sure. But I can see that link between Saturn and Aquarius and the root chakra. When you work the land, you are susceptible to timing and Saturn is all about timing. You have to milk the cows at a certain time. You have to harvest at a certain time. But the other wonderful thing about that is that you are in sync with the cycles of the weather and nature. And this is where the root chakra comes in, I believe, for Aquarians. And then we look at Pisces. Pisces goes back to the sacral centre. So again, we've got that very sensitive Pisces nature that needs to be directed in a creative way, in an artistic way. Pisces is a really watery, watery sign. I know Cancer and Scorpio are as well. But Pisces, you are so watery and you are a powerful force of water when you're working in sync with your own sensitive, emotional and creative energy. When you're out, then it can be a bit like a tsunami. So getting that sacral centre really working and free-flowing is a really good thing to do. How do you work with the chakras? Really good question, Steph. So we look first of all at the root chakra. We all need to make sure we're grounded. That's really important. And one of the very basics is you can meditate on the chakras. You can visualize. Visualize those beautiful chakras just spinning beautifully, gently, softly and flowing. You can use essential oils. You can look at sound therapy or Reiki. You can use crystals or all of the above. Nature is a huge balancer of the energy system. Going barefoot on the beach, in the back garden or out in nature somewhere, just sitting in nature can really help balance your whole system and that of course helps balance your chakras. You can also look at people who do Reiki, so go to a Reiki healer, go to energy healers. Just finally, I personally find that just sitting in my back garden, I love my garden, those of you who follow me on Insta will know that, um, just sitting in my garden and I place my hand just gently on whichever chakra or area I really feel needs some tender loving care and I just sit there peacefully and imagine that, just receiving some beautiful divine love coming through me and giving me peace. And one final thing, you will find that yoga is very connected to the chakras. When you're doing yoga, you are balancing your system. And so a regular yoga practice can also be very good for this. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm Steph Johnson. Thank you for listening to Seeing With Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit Stephanie's website at www.seeingwithstars.net. You can follow her on Twitter or Instagram at Seeing The Stars. You're also welcome to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, may the stars shine on your path.